welcome to You Can the Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Eck, and I want to help you live your success. So let's go. Today, I'm excited about this episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the comfort zone. You've seen memes on social media, nothing ever grows in the comfort zone. Are you in your comfort zone? Get out of it. But I want to break it down for you today. I want to break it down in a way that you can easily understand if you're in your comfort zone. I mean, think about it right now. Take a second to think about the lines of a comfort zone. Are they blurred? Do we know if you're in it? Do we know where it is? Do we know where how to get out of it? Do you recognize it? A lot of times we don't even recognize where our comfort zone is. and We just kind of accept life as it is. You know, we're contained and we're restrained to the safety that we find comfortable. And so it all comes down to your mindset, your beliefs, your behaviors, and your actions. That's what determines your comfort zone. Your mindset, your beliefs, your behaviors, or your actions, or lack thereof. And that'll tell you where you're comfortable and where you're not. So the person who is credited with coming up with the term comfort zone is Judith Judith Bartwick is her name. And she wrote about it, oh, I'm going way back, probably to the 80s. And she does give the best definition of what a comfort zone is. And she, she puts it in three parts. And the first she says, it's a behavioral state in which a person operates in anxiety neutral condition all right anxiety neutral meaning no anxiety the second part of it is a limited state of behavior based on the steady level of performance basically routine you know i just summed it up in one word but she's saying it's a very limited behavior because of the state of the level of your performance. And then the last part, she says, it's somebody who lives without the sense of risk. So that's how she sees a comfort zone. And I know what, I have to believe she's right. Because let's talk about the first part, the the behavioral state in which a person operates first uh, in, in an anxiety neutral condition. Now, nobody wants anxiety in their life. If you said to a person, hey, do you need some more anxiety in your life? Anxiety? Nobody's ever going to go, oh, raise my hand. I would like some, you know, like you're passing out something good. It's because we're, in life, it seems like we're burdened with massive anxiety. And, And that's the negative kind, right? The kind that's limiting us, the kind that, you know, you, 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 you feel it in your chest, I'm talking about, when I'm talking about uh, anxiety in this sense, and what she was talking about, Judith was talking about, is the positive nerve, right? The optimal amount of anxiety in a positive way. Have you ever experienced something right in front of you? In my mind, I think of a roller coaster. 
and you feel those butterflies in your stomach, right? You're not worried about a report that you have to do next week or the pressure of a grade or anything like that. You're thinking about this right in front of you. And that's the positive optimal anxiety. That's just an example of it. The butterflies in the stomach that you're about to try something new. So in your life, when's the last time you felt that? Right? You want to you want to build a life where you invite that feeling. You know? Instead, what we try to do is avoid anxiety. And that's this is it's kind of tricky because yeah, we don't want the wrong kind of anxiety, the pressure and, and that which it feels like you're going to give you a heart attack. Like, when do I get a break? We don't want that. We do, we do need a certain amount of positive anxiety because it, it makes us stronger. To avoid it, and if you had none in your life, if you had no that you're pain-free, you know, and I don't mean pain like you're inviting it, but, you know, that, that, that very comfortable it, it doesn't make you stronger. If you try to avoid uncomfortable situations, it doesn't make you stronger. It actually makes you weaker. Back in the uh, 70s and into the 80s, there was the Biosphere Project. Um, they did a documentary of Biosphere 2, which was just the weirdest, oddest, scientific uh I don't know what you want to call it, project, uh, study, and you know, those people went crazy, but in one, they built this biosphere that, uh, biosphere that, um, an ecosystem. And what they found were they planted these trees and they had their own environment. Uh, what they found was that the trees were falling over and they couldn't understand. They, they duplicated the environment perfectly and the trees would still fall over. Well, they lacked one thing, wind. You see, what happened is the wind that would push against the trees would actually strengthen the roots. And without that resistance, the roots wouldn't have a reason to grow or to get stronger. So that's kind of like that. An example of what I mean in life is you get stronger by overcoming the anxiety, overcoming the pain that you invite in your life. You know, we'd, we'd all love just comfort all the time. No, we, but that, we shouldn't have it. It doesn't let you grow. The second part where she talks about the limited uh, behavior due to the steady level of performance, that's somebody that's not trying to improve themselves, not trying to build a new skill or develop a new skill. It's somebody that does the same repetitious things over and over. And I want you to look at your life, examine your life and how much of it is on repeat. How much of it do we do the same thing over and over without getting better, right? Or can you imagine, I talk about Michael Jordan a lot, or Tiger Woods. Can you imagine if Michael Jordan said, I am just going to do the same thing 
over and over and over. He would never been Michael Jordan. You know, if we if we all just adapted that, all just be a robot. Imagine where the world would be today. We'd never grow. All these new technologies, and that's because somebody decided to push the limits past what they knew, develop a new skill. You know, maybe it was in their knowledge. Maybe it was an actual physical skill. But to do the same repetitious thing, that's staying in your comfort zone. So, and it's not just at work. I don't want you to think like you're doing the same job that you're working in a, an assembly line and your job is to do this. You know, put this widget on that bot. Widget on bot. Widget on bot. I'm talking about in life. This past weekend, did you do something that you that was new or did you do something that you did the weekend before or the weekend before or in the evening? When's the last time you tried something new? And then the last part of it is the risk. We are, we, we avoid risk. I, I talk about this, imagine when you were a little kid, if your parents sent you to school and said, you know what? Take risk today. Don't be safe. You know, take chances. Instead, they, they told you, be safe. You know, don't, don't step out. Don't take chances. And it's hard to take risks. You know, it's, it's not easy because there's a fear that comes with it. Have you ever seen that diagram of, you see it on social media. There's a circle and it says your comfort zone. And then the first circle outside of it is the fear. You know, that's that little outer ring from the comfort. That'd be the fear zone. And then there's the next bigger circle around it would be the learning zone. And then the last one is the action. So before we can do anything, we have to get past the fear. And I talk about fear a lot. It's so limiting because Early on, we feel that because we have no confidence in what we do because we haven't done it. So, of course, you're going to feel fear. And we're afraid of being laughed at. We're afraid of what other people will think of us. What if we fail? What will other people think? You know, what is the perception of you? And I'm going to challenge you right now. What is more important to you, your passion or your perception? You know, your, your potential or the perception? And I'm, here's a line I want, I'm going to pause after because I want you to think about it. What is more important, respecting yourself or being respected by others? How do you like that? If you have a passion for something, respect yourself and go after it. You can integrate your passion, you know, your purpose with... Um, your business. You, you can integrate that. That's a whole another podcast that I want to talk about. So, okay, great. I, I just broke it down how Judith uh, Bartwick defined, you know, the, the person that came up with the term and how she defined it. So how do we get past it? How do we get out of our comfort zone? The first step is self-awareness. Are you in it? It's so easy to stay in it. We run from pain. We don't run to pleasure. We run away from pain. So that's something you have to think about as well. So how do you do it? Well, baby steps. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not the big leap. Now, risk-taking, 
let's talk about risk taking. Imagine that's a, a scale and on the far left of the scale, there's very little bit of risk takers. There's people that take no risk at all. And those people are the ones who always want luck. They replace risk with luck. People who play the lotto, people who play the lottery, that I mean, I'm talking about a religion that they play the lottery. They want luck. They're not willing to take the risk to do the work to get ahead. Now, on the far end, you have the crazy risk takers too, right? I'm talking these base jumpers, people like that, that'll just crazy risk. I'm going to tell you right now, as long as you're somewhere on that scale, being all the way to the, the right side, the base jumpers and that, doesn't make you any better of a person. It doesn't. Um, sometimes it makes you more foolish because you didn't calculate that risk. And, you, and that can cause physical, you know, that can just hurt you. But you have to take risk. Now, what does risk look like? So taking a risk will um, nullify the first two parts that Judith talked about, the anxiety, because when you introduce a risk, you are definitely introducing a healthy potential anxiety. And when you introduce a risk, you're getting out of your limited behaviors, your, your limited skills that you do anytime you take a risk. I'm a big proponent of what I call sampling, sample life. It, sampling is, you don't know what you like. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you like. You don't know what you love. You don't know until you try it. And it could be as simple as um, sign up for a class. Maybe this is going to sound crazy, but I know a woman who signed up for a clown class. Imagine that. And she ended up becoming a clown. She did it because her friend wanted her to do it. Now, I've... I've also, I've personally signed up for dance classes. I am not uh, a dancer, <laughs> you know, but I did it and I enjoyed it so much, I did it again. So maybe it's, maybe it's something as simple as leave a little earlier for work one day, 15 minutes earlier, take a different route, just go explore a little bit, right? Just do something like that. Um, I know in my last episode I talked about building your confidence and I talked about complimenting somebody who you really admire even if they're a stranger. That takes a lot of guts, right? That takes a lot of risk. That's a whole different set, isn't it? A whole different level of skill or uh, out of your behavior. It, it creates a little positive anxiety when you try to initiate the conversation to talk to somebody. So this is comfort zone. And even though I started this episode talking about seeing a lot of memes on social media about comfort zone, and um, even though we see these memes, that's what I was going to begin to say, even though we see these memes, we don't recognize that we're in it ourselves. Uh, you know, I heard somebody use the phrase or use the term, it's hard to read a label. It's impossible to read a label from inside the jar. When we're in our own comfort zone, it's hard to recognize it. It's hard to even think of self-awareness. 
and how you how you change is how you grow. This all comes back to that. Nobody wants to just stay the same, do you? You want to grow, you want to sample, you want to experience life. And when you experience life, because that's really, isn't that the, the zest, the, the experience? You don't experience life. You experience what you focus on in life. If you're just focusing on doing the same thing over and over, you're not experiencing life. You're experiencing what you focus on. So focus on trying something new. Focus on starting a conversation with a stranger. Focus on signing up for a class or going somewhere where you've never gone. We have every opportunity in front of us. You could just see in, in meetups or, or all the activities going on in your city. You know, maybe it's going to an art gallery opening or something like that. And you might not know anything about art. Go. Just go. Just, just to steal the line from Nike, just do it. So that's what I have for you today. I hope that this helps you. If you've really enjoyed this episode, please, please, please share it. Maybe it can help somebody. If you feel somebody could benefit from it, share it with them. Please leave me a five-star rating, a review, so that the iTunes and Apples and Spotify's of the world see activity on this podcast and it grows organically like that. Screenshot it, put it on social media, share it on social media. You know what? Leave a little comment or, or give me a little bit of feedback. I, you know what? I That really motivates me when I know it's helping others. So that's what I have for you today. And start living your success. <laughs>